Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode four of Gamers Awake, where today we're going to talk about both Super Mario Maker 2 and Mario 64. So, first off, for Super Mario Maker 2, this is as a result of the polls that we put out on Twitter. We had another one, but we discussed amongst ourselves that we would cover Kingdom Hearts in a full episode, the full series. Yep. Isn't that right, Evan? Yes, we're going to do that. And we're going to talk about Mario 64. We decided, you know, let's stick with the Mario genre here. We'll stick with two different Mario games. And since uh, 3D All-Search just came out, it's kind of a perfect time to start talking about Mario 64 anyway. So this is great. Um, Before we get started, I do want to just mention a few things that has happened over the last week. I want to say that Episode 3, the Among Us Fall Guys episode, is our best episode so far of the series. So, got to thank everyone for that, of course. Uh, I want to thank everyone that uh, voted on our poll for the 3D All-Stars for what you thought was going to be the best game or your favorite game or which one you're most excited for. So, that's super exciting to see... uh, a bunch of people voting on that. And yeah, I mean, it's just been great. And I hope you keep coming back. And this is going to be another episode of some games that we really enjoy. And let's start out with Super Mario Maker 2. Evan, you want to explain a little bit of us about Super right. Mario Maker Super 2? Super Mario Maker 2 uh, released, I'm pretty sure, like two, 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 two or three years ago. Right? <laughs> and uh, it's uh, Probably, you pretty man. much build your own Mario game. So the developers left it up to you on what you want to do with your experience. You can make you can make different levels and publish them for other people to play, and you can also play other people's levels that they have created. It, it's all varying skill skill differences, like easy levels and difficult levels, and you can get really creative with them. Right. So gameplay wise, obviously. A big, wide, variety—I cannot say—a wide variety of different things you can do in the game, including creating level, playing level, doing the story mode, or creating a world, which is a bunch of levels, obviously put into a big world that someone could play. So, what does this add, Evan, to Mario that's different from anything else? Well, before you like. You always like confined to the levels that they gave you, but this time you can go and do like sky's the limit with this one. You can do anything you want, anything that you've ever thought about when playing a Mario game. You can pretty much do in a two D environment. Yeah, and what's super cool about it is that Mario Maker is really limited, like he or limitless rather. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Evan just said, where you can make literally anything you want, any kind of level you want. You can make a really fun level that's like, we've seen music levels or just like really simple, fun, like levels. And then you've got like the super extreme hard level that are like super technically difficult to do for like the more, I guess, hardcore players. Yeah. And if you don't want to play the game, there's always auto levels that'll complete the level for you. So there's the- <laughs> they'll do it <laughs> for you. A genre out for anyone who wants to do anything yeah it's a, it's a game it's a game that you don't have to play if you don't exactly. want why spend 80 dollars when you could sit there and watch the game be played <laughs> just... for you that's right so overall that's really the gameplay evan what else is there to do with this game well like you said before there's a story mode i personally haven't completed it but i, I heard it's uh it's pretty fun it's, it's pretty good 
yeah, overall, it's probably one of the game's not as important features. People weren't as excited about a story mode for a game that they want to be creating their own stuff for. But it is there, and it is interesting. I have played through a little bit of it, just like you. I have not completed it. You know, pretty basic levels and just... It, it feels like a Mario yeah, game. Yeah, if you ever really. want to like, relax and um, just, like play through a, like a story mode, like in one sit down, then you can always just do that, right? Yeah, for sure. So for this game, what like what specific like features does this game offer that others don't? Well, obviously, like the blatant, like you can create whatever you want, but there's also like the movement in the game is really interesting because there's a. Uh, I think there's, there's, yeah, there's an update over the past little bit that added a, a 3D, a 3D uh, environment. So there's uh, there's ground pounds and long jumps and backwards jumps mm. and stuff. Yeah, of course, the uh, 3D world levels mm. that add a whole different variety. So before, like Super Mario Maker One, you had the original Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers Three, Super Mario World. Uh, the new Super Mario Bros. U, and now they have added Super Mario Bros. 3D World, which, as Evan was saying, adds the ground pounds, the long jumps, and different items, including, like, Cat Mario. And in a recent update, they added, like, some new items, like the Bullet Bill, the uh, Pow Block, the Cannon... (laughs) And they even have a Zelda aspect to it, the Master Sword. Very interesting how the game continues even now to add new features to the game so that your your levels can be even more complex or even more interesting. Yeah, I think the uh, I think the Zelda the Zelda update was the final big update to the game, but yeah, was... not the the uh, the 3D world oh, one or not the 3D world the um, all the things that they added to that. What was that? Oh, oh yeah, that I stuff. don't remember the exact update, but it was sometime after the Zelda one. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was the final update. It was a good update, too. But a little disappointing at the same time that there will not be any more major content coming. But even anymore. even though there isn't, there's still so much stuff you can do. Like, it's... You, you'll never get, like... You'll never have nothing to you'll do. You'll never run into ideas. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, a, this is a creating game, so... Yeah, and if, even if you do run out of ideas, you can always play other people's levels to get to get inspiration for your own levels. Yeah, for sure. I mean, this game is limitless. It really is in in every way possible. From creating to playing levels, there will always be something to play. And if you're not interested in playing, there's something to create. And uh, the world, that's a specific update, was the world update. That was the last update. Oh, yeah, the world update, yeah. Uh, Now you can make your own world, which I think is a super cool update. I ended up doing it myself because I was really excited about that. But you get to literally create your own Mario world, which is something that in most Mario games, or every Mario game, they have world. Now being able to create your own full world is very interesting. Sure. So, what's specific... So, for Mario Maker? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So, the... Um, if you don't want to play, like, solo, you can also play online if you have the Nintendo Online membership type thing. You can play with other people around mm-hmm. the world doing uh, different levels that are randomly picked, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I mean, so 
you can play these random. So it's yes, it is randomly generated, or or you can uh, select the play together option uh, and play with like your friends at home. But for the multiplayer specifically, uh, you can go online and play like a random level from. Um, it's like a level specific, like easy, normal, hard, expert, I believe, and I don't remember if that's exactly what it is, but it's something like that. And you can play with your friends. I, Evan and I have played quite a few levels online together, and it adds a whole other aspect to it. Yeah, it also gets you like you also get to see other levels that you may you might not always see on the uh, the top chart leaderboard when you go to worlds. Yeah, well, you don't know what to expect either. You can get any level possible. Yeah, there's mi- there's I don't doubt there's millions of levels already. I'm sure there is. I'm sure there's millions of levels. There's so many players, and, you know, those players make lots of levels, so... Yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah, it's also nice that the so per- game doesn't force you to make levels, either. No, and that was actually something that I didn't want to do when I first got the game. I was more interested in playing people's levels, and it doesn't make you play the levels. It doesn't make you play through the story. It doesn't force you to do anything. You choose what you want to do in this game, and there's no... Something that they changed, I just want to mention this, from the Mario Maker 1 to Mario Maker 2, is that you don't have to wait to unlock the stuff. Oh, yeah. I noticed that. Um, which is really good. I mean, I think Mario Maker 1, one of the things that really would have killed it was that you had to grind out the stuff. You had to get everything. In this game, you have everything already there, which just makes it so much easier for people to just make things that they want to make. Yeah, so much, so, so much uh, more user-friendly. Yeah, it is, really. So what other aspects of this game is there? Um, I think that's that's a lot. We covered a lot of the uh, the aspects. There's the, there's the yeah, I mean, this level is... design, which there's a lot of... It, 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 we, could, we could go into it for a long time. But if you... Yeah, there's a lot of customizing, you know, the, everything that is offered through the the customize and and even uh, characters. You can even customize your your me uh, for your online profile. So it has a, it's almost like an online profile kind of thing where it shows your levels, it shows your me, it shows like things that you've world record, personal best, all this stuff uh, that you can check or first clears rather, not personal best, first clears. Yeah. And um, every uh, every day or every week, they have these ninja speed speed runs for people who want to take the game to another level and just try and finish the the preset level as fast as you, as you can to get on the leaderboards. Yeah, yeah, those are really interesting. I did I have done a few of them, and yeah, they add something different to the game. And a lot of people actually have seen. Uh, through Twitch, when I watch some Super Mario Maker 2, uh, a lot of these better players, like the more techni- technical players, like to play these ninja speedruns to get like super, super fast times, and they find that these crazy routes for it. Um, it's just super interesting. So every time they release a new one, you, you should really check these out. It's really crazy how they go through them and like optimize the route perfectly to get like a perfect time. Yeah. So, uh, what, 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 um, what, where can we find Super Mario Bo- Maker 2? Super Mario Maker 2 can be found at any of your local, like, GameStop, Walmart, any place that you can buy your games, you can probably find it. But it is, a, of course, a Nintendo exclusive, uh, and it will be on the Switch only, so you can also get it on the Nintendo eShop, where you can buy it there. 
I believe the game is still $80. I don't know if it went down. Uh, I'm pretty sure, yeah, it's still $80, but and if you're in America, then it'll be $60. Of course, yeah. Because... So, yeah, because of that conversion, big oofs. Mm-hmm. But yes, what do you, uh, Evan? What are, What are your personal opinions on this? I think I think it's an amazing game. Personally, like from like when the I played the I played uh, Super Mario Maker one and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like uh, the, between making levels and playing levels, I I had to get number two, and I also got to to play with uh, play with you. Sometimes it was a lot of yes. fun. And I, I personally yes. enjoy making levels more than playing levels. I've made a, I've made some pretty pretty hard levels, in my opinion. I agree. And uh, yeah, I know you've also made some levels too, Davis. What are you... Yeah, I've done some level making. Personally, for me, I, I am more of a guy that likes to play. I've played a lot of levels. Um, I worked on getting better at some of the technical stuff because it was very interesting to play those levels. And... Yeah, for me personally, I think the game is awesome. It it's worth its money because you you don't run out of things to do. And I and I think really, especially with a lot of the games we've covered on on this podcast so far, it's really important to find a game that you don't run out of time playing. You know, as soon as the game's over, it's a little disappointing because if there's no extra content or other things to do, sometimes it almost seems like the game wasn't worth it. Yeah. So it's great to see, you know, Mario Maker, even now, even without its updates, this game is still would have been good, right? But with its updates, it adds more, and it will go for a long time. People like to just continue to create new things, and there's always something new to make, making this game worth its money, worth the time to make levels and play levels, and it's it's good to get your money's worth. I think it's so important to get your money's worth in a game, and this really is it. Yeah, and I, there's some people out there that will say, "Why why would I spend? Why would I pay eighty dollars to uh to make a game instead of just buying a game to play it?" But it's it's really worth it. It's really worth the money. Yeah, and I mean, you're not like really making a game. You have to look at it also, I guess, nostalgic wise. Is that you get to make. A Mario game. I mean, if you grew up playing Mario or you just like the Mario franchise, now you get to take it into your own hands and make your own levels for other people to play. So I think that's a good way to look at it as well. You're not just making your own game. You're making your own Mario game. So it's very cool. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's uh, that pretty much sums a lot of what Super Mario Maker 2 has to offer. Yeah, I mean... That's really what it has to offer. I mean, you really should go check it out. Is it a recommend? Would you recommend this, Evan? I would 10 out of 10 recommend this game. Yes, I agree. This is definitely a 100%. If you are a big fan of Mario, and even if you are not, you'll still have fun making levels or playing levels. Yeah, I think no matter what happens, you will be able to create a level, make a level, um, or play, play a level rather. And it's just something for everyone. So yes, it's a 100% recommend. Once again, have to give a shout out and say, get it at a local store, buy a physical copy, or go on the eShop and get a copy there. For Nintendo Switch. Try it out for, 
Or Nintendo Switch. Nintendo Switch only. It's exclusive. So that is the only place. So I guess it is a little limited that way in that you can only get it on the Switch. But I think it's worth it. If you have a Switch, it's a good game and probably one of the better ones on there. Also, if you only have a Wii U and you don't have a Switch at home, I would still recommend getting Super Mario Maker 1 because it's still a really fun game and has many of the aspects that number two has. Yeah, there's a lot of aspects that are similar in that one just as number two. So, big recommend. Go check it out. E-Store once again, or your, any local store that sells video games, you'll probably find it there. Get a physical copy. Get it on a uh, digital copy. All right. I think, that, I think that, that, that's... That's Super Mario Maker good. 2. Yeah. Now... Moving on to the second game of the episode. Super Mario Brothers 64. Mario 64 for the Nintendo 64, if you could believe it. I would like to say, before we get into this game, I have not played this game as much as Davis has. He is much more knowledgeable about it than I am. Yes, uh, I have played quite a bit of Mario 64. I'm very excited about this one because... It is probably, it's it's either my first or second favorite. I can't really decide. I quite like Mario Sunshine as well, but it may be my favorite Mario game. I'm very excited to talk about this because, of course, with the release of 3D All-Stars, which I think is a brilliant project, I really like that they have released three 3D Mario games in uh, or older Mario games remade into one game. I think it's really awesome. And I'm very excited to to talk about this game because I am very passionate about this particular game. So Mario 64 is the first 3D Mario game. came out in 1996. Evan can search that for me. I believe it's 96, though. You can check it that, is... though. Uh, 1996. 1996. Look at me go. Got it. Without even the research. <laughs> big, big good. Big good. The first Super Mario series to feature 3D gameplay. Yes, it's the first game to offer 3D gameplay, and it really is, fan- and it, it it really lives up to that. It's a great game, and it stands the test of time. It starts out in uh, with a letter from Princess Peach saying that she baked a cake and that you have to go get it, and you find out that Bowser's actually taken over, and you have to collect these stars, and the stars unlock. Uh, different doors to get to other levels to get more stars to finally make your way fight two Bowsers to get keys to get to the final Bowser to fight him and get the final power star which of course saves Peach. So that is the concept of the game and what you're working towards but there's many levels in this game which require you to get uh, I believe six stars per stage plus a seventh bonus one which is usually the 100 coin star and, of course, there's 120 stars total, but you only need 70 to beat the game, or legitimately, at least. And, yeah, that's basically what Mario 64 is. I mean, I don't really know other ways to say it. We can talk a little bit about the, the gameplay yeah, aspect. Talk, talk a bit about the, uh, the gameplay. Yeah, the gameplay. So, basically, what did Mario 64 add? Mario 64 added quite a bit to Mario, which is including, and obviously not limited to, the... 
3D aspect. Now you are able to platform everywhere, all around, forward, left, right, backwards, diagonals, all over the place. You're able to go there. You're able to use different types of jumps. There's new things like the triple jump, the long jump, the, you know, the dives. These are all things that are added to Mario 64 that add to its variety and allows you to play the game at your own will. Yeah. Uh, calling back to um, Super Mario Maker 2, it's uh, the 3D. Uh, the 3D world is uh, has similar similar gameplay to the, uh, the Super Mario 64 with the triple jumps and the long jump and stuff. Yeah, these are things that are in this game, but this is where it started for everything. So if you are a big fan of Mario or 3D Mario in general, this is where it started. This is kind of where it all kicked off. Yes, you might know what the long jump is because it's been there in games like Galaxy and Galaxy 2 and Odyssey. There, It's all there. But this is where it started. This was in 1996, a long time ago, especially before 3D games were even popular. Yeah, This may be the first 3D game. I don't think so, but uh, it's one of them. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, Evan's going to research that. I don't know what the first 3D game is. I, I don't think it is, but... Maze War and Spasm was genuinely the first FPS which considered 3D gameplay. Interesting. In 1973. Wow, that's in 1974. So yeah, um, I think it was the one of the first like AAA. Yeah, for sure. Well, everyone knew Mario. And the thing yeah, was, uh, is in '96, yeah. you probably either you grew up playing it in the earlier times, or you were a kid at the time playing that game. Like, oh, wow, this is something cool where I can go in and just, like, it's almost free. It feels like right off the start, you're outside the castle, and there's already kind of this large land to explore, which is something that a lot of games don't do. They don't just let you freely explore explore things, and this is something that you could do in Mario 64. Yeah, so why, why was... Um... Why do, why do you think uh, this game is still popular today? Well, there's many reasons that it's very popular still today. And one of those reasons, obviously, being is that the nostalgia. Nostalgia is going to really get a lot of games, uh, you know, had this to help stand this test of time. And nostalgia is obviously going to be part of that. You know, there will yeah. be games that have come out today that will, you know, 20 years down the line be still as good or still as popular as it was then now because of nostalgia of course and people really like to see that stuff plus nintendo has always been uh, a company that likes to keep their characters around and continue to show off things that they've done in the past they're not scared to show what they've done in the past and bring those things back into relevancy so for example with the the two remakes i guess we've had now we've had the Super Mario Brothers 64 DS version, and now, of course, the recent uh, upgraded Super Mario 64 and 3D All-Stars. Mm-hmm. Also, Nintendo's really good of releasing these games anyways on Virtual Console. Uh, like, the Wii had the Virtual Console, so you could play it there. And I believe... Uh, I don't think the game made its way to the Wii U, or maybe I know, it did. I, I know the, uh, the Wii U had a lot of Virtual Console, but I'm not sure if it had 64 on it. Yeah, I don't know if it did or not. I know the the Switch uses a um, uses the monthly uh, 
the subscriptions to have the uh have like a catalog of games that you can get for free. Yeah, 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 yeah. The NES and the SNES uh, bundles. It's it's inter- It's great to see because Mar or not Mario specifically, but Nintendo continues to bring these games back into relevancy. And because the game's so good, I mean, you will play this game today, and it will just be as fun as it would have been back then. The game still offers a lot. And it's not something that's boring to play anymore. And I think that really stands true for a lot of Nintendo. You know, a lot of the older arcade games may not be as appealing to people these days because they're very basic, they're very linear. They don't offer a lot to today's gaming. But something like Mario 64 offers a lot of the things that even today's single-player games or adventure games still offer, which is... A, which is good gameplay with a good story that offers a lot of content. And that's really what it has. It still has about 15 hours worth of content in it, which is a lot of time. Yeah, that's that's about what you'd get from a, from a AAA game, like a story-based game. I know I got around 15 hours out of Odyssey. Yeah, so you look at it and just notice that this game still has a lot of the same standards that games have today. Yes, the graphics are worse, and it doesn't hold up that way as it, you know, gameplay and the graphics and all the different things we have today, but it still has all the same ideas, and they still work. Yeah, sure. If they, if they were to, like, release this game, let's say today, and it was all upgraded modern Mario, as modern as you get, and... No one knew about it before. It would still do very good because it's Mario, of course, but also because the game has all the things that people want in a adventure single-player game. Yeah. So, um, aside from the, uh, the the more casual route, um, you 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 yourself have uh, experienced the speedrunning aspect to Super Mario sixty four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. I mean, this is a big community today. I mean, Mario 64 has thousands of runners, thousands. And that, and, and for speedrunning, uh, having runners like that at that amount is very rare. You don't, there's always people speedrunning games, but having a lot of runners is very rare. So, yes, I have dazzled a little bit in some Mario 64 speedrunning specifically the 16 star category which is only collecting 16 and then getting to the end using some glitches um, and the community is big it's a very big community lots of very popular runners on Twitch that you can watch and of course thousands of runners on speedrun.com it's, it's a very uh, big community in that way still today and I don't believe we're going to see it go anywhere. I mean, people, there's so many different categories. There's like the zero star, the one star, the 16 star, the 30 star, the 70 star, the, and the, the complete 120 star runs. Like these, are, these are all things that people run consistently today and to try to get the world records. Yeah. And because there's so many like categories for like people, like casual, it also draws in people who speedrun in general and they go to the game because they hear that as really good speedrunning tactics and stuff and it's really it's really good run so it also brings more people into the entirety of the community to enjoy the game yeah no i totally agree so 
quick for you, Evan, I know that you haven't specifically played the original as much, but I want to see what your opinions are on the the re the second remake or the sorry the first remake rather of Mario sixty four, which is the Mario sixty four DS. You played this game. What did you like about playing this game? I liked how uh, I was I was pretty young when I first played it, but when I did, I I really liked like how you could go around everywhere and there was a bunch of like make jumping mechanics and you could explore like wherever you wanted. You could swim and stuff. And I went to I think I went to the first and second level, which is Bomb Battlefield. And when I went there, the the soundtrack was amazing. For one, like I really liked the music in the in this game, along yeah. with like going up like the different levels like so so much to unravel especially when like i was so young like i didn't really know anything really about like where to go Mm -hmm. it was so big to me like it was really really interesting yeah i totally agree with all that and that's actually a good point you raise is the uh, soundtrack the the music is fantastic in this game and it still even upholds today um, this music is music that they reuse on, on on almost every Mario game. You're going to hear a track from a previous game, and they use a lot for Mario 64. So, yeah, it really just adds a lot to just Mario in general, that there is music that they made then that is still uh, holding up in today's world. I want to also ask you, uh, because I haven't played a whole lot of the Mario 64 DS, I want to ask you about the like other characters you can use, which is like Yoshi, Luigi. Can you tell me a little bit about those characters? Um, honestly, I never. I don't think I ever got to a point where I could use them. I know you start with Yoshi. Do you start as Yoshi? I thought you. Just... Oh, yeah, in the um, in the ice place. Uh, and just in the beginning, I believe you start as Yoshi right off the start. Oh, um, I don't really know. It was so long ago. I don't remember too much about it. Yeah. From what I know, I don't know too much about it. And of course you guys can pipe in and tell us because I have not actually played too much of the DS version itself, but I I thought it added a different aspect to the game because, uh, you actually could play as other characters and I believe you have to start as Yoshi, which was something that was obviously very different. And then you had to unlock Mario, and then you could unlock Luigi and uh, Wario as well. So there was actually a few characters you could play as in this game as well. Yeah. I do remember the um, the actual movement felt really nice. Um, mm-hmm. I guess it's really ergonomic and stuff. So yeah. I really... Uh, it was, um, it felt, everything felt really nice, and it's pretty smooth. Mm-hmm. Also, weren't there, weren't there little mini-games... In the 64 DS version, um, oh, that's no, that was a, that's a different game. That's a uh, Super Mario Brothers DS. Oh yes, okay, that makes sense. Uh, possibly a t- topic we could cover later. Um, we don't know right now, but overall, uh, we'll go over to the, you know, what we think about this game. And personally, it is one of my favorite games I've ever played. Of course. Uh, just everything it has to offer is really, really good. And yeah, what do you think about this game, Evan? Well, I think it's definitely a game that I'll go back and play once I get uh, All-Stars on my Switch. 
And I think mm-hmm. it'll be a, a new experience. And I still think, like you said, like it'll still be like it'll like a new game. And it'll still be really, really fun. Yeah, no, for sure. So before we wrap this up, I just want to say that you can get this game. Of course, now in your Switch for 3D All-Stars, you can get the N64 copy. That would probably be very hard to get. But you can also get a virtual console on the Wii. You may be able to get a Wii U. I'm not sure. It's a, it's a I don't know. I can, look, and, it I can look it up. And, of course, the Nintendo DS, if you want to play the uh, remade version for uh, 64. And, Evan, as you check in to see if it's for the Wii U, I just want to say some last... Some last few words here for the episode. I just want to say I want to thank everyone once again for a lot of the support we've been getting. Uh, we've been, you know, working on making some new things. Hopefully the Instagram and stuff gets up soon. And we can start posting content on that. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I mean, I don't really know what else to say. I mean, thank you guys once again. Also, our, our YouTube version of Gamers Awake should be coming up alongside the Instagram at some point this week before the next episode launches. Yes. So hopefully that will all work out and we might post a video of a game. I'm not sure yet. Maybe a yeah. Fall Guys. Possibly Fall Guys or something like this. We will get to making more content for all of you. We want to make the YouTube content. We want to make the podcast. Of course, the podcast is the priority. But, you know, we want to make the YouTube content and we also want to get on other platforms. So hopefully you get on Instagram, start posting there, that you guys can start following us and we can start doing some interactive things on Instagram. Instagram's great for that stuff, doing the interactive stuff. So I'm very excited to get on there as well. Anyways, so that is... Yeah. Were you going to say something? Oh, uh, yeah, no. I, I looked up if it was on Wii U and it is on Wii U. Along oh, with uh, 3DS, I'm pretty sure. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's super good. So, that is Super Mario Maker 2 and Super Mario Brothers 64. I'm Davis, and that is Evan. This is Gamer Awake, where the where game, the game awakens. awakens. Thank you guys once again. We'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.